shit, man. Uh, club football's back. Yes, sir. Like it never ended, right? Yeah. We're, we're, what, 10 days from the final of the World Cup, and now we're back into the Premier League. There's been a few uh, games that I've played. There was some Carabao action last week. Uh, La Liga starts this week, and I think there was, I don't know, French League started today as well. Um, so, yeah, life is back to normal now. Yeah. And um, I, I know there was like a lot of, uh, a lot of, rea- well, well, hold on a second. I'm getting ahead of myself because I didn't introduce us because we haven't done this for 119 times now. <laughs> uh, it's two guys, two mics, two pints. As Episode uh, 119. And that's Hank and I'm Ness. And uh, yeah, um, back where I was anyway, <laughs> before yeah. I got ahead of myself. Um, there was like a lot of, uh, I, I don't know, a lot of that discourse of now that the World Cup is over, it's like going back to you know mm-hmm. your family after being with the love of your life. Yeah. Shit like that. Or like football doesn't hit the same because it's not the World Cup. It's like, I don't, I don't know. This, this is the... I feel like this is the entree, and the World Cup is the dessert, so to speak, right? Yeah. The international tournaments are the dessert. Yeah. You this might is... have three meals a day, but you don't have dessert three times a day. No. Well, some people like, do. Uh, like our boy uh, uh, Ernie, who eats his dessert before yeah. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. If you foul, <laughs> if you have like you know dietary malpractice like him, that might be a thing. But no. Yeah. I, I totally get you. I did see that take a lot. Um, yeah. I saw too much of that. It kind of bothered me. Whilst I get it, I, I also like for me, like soccer is not just uh, every you know four years type of thing. Right. Yeah. In fact, it's not even like every other week. I mean, there's just there's just so much football going on and mm-hmm. and you know so much to enjoy. And it's yeah. unique. That's what I will give it, though. Yeah, and in between years or in between tournaments, I, I always hear people like, "Yeah, I like soccer, just but I just like the World Cup," and um, it kind of bothers me because that's because like the, the club football and even the other tournaments is where you get to know the players. Yeah, and yeah, shit like that. So you're able to have a better idea of, of who's going to be good, and while it doesn't always pan out that way, at least you you know you know the players. Um, but yeah, I, was, I saw a whole lot of that, and it kind of bothered me. Um, I didn't like it. The one thing that kind of stuck with me about the World Cup, and uh, it, it kind of threw me back when I was when I was watching the games, was like additional time. It was, it was back to normal, like two, three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Why isn't it like six or seven minutes? I got pretty used to it. Yeah, and I, I didn't mind it, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. Yeah, no, I liked it. Yeah, we did see a lot of like late game madness because of it deserve it as well it's not mm-hmm. it's not like they were just like giving free time away it, it was actually accounted for whereas in the prime or other leagues they cut it off a lot like it really should be eight minutes of stoppage time but they'll do four which is yeah, not bad yeah but, yeah you know, it's yeah i i thought it was a breath of fresh air uh, to have that now we're back to normal but one thing that is being used more than than it was in the world cup is var though and a lot of people have their opinions on that so it's it's you know it's interesting to see how much of a shift there is from domestic football to international football, you know both. Yeah, and well, you can also see the the disparity of of the actual football. Like these teams have identities; these teams have like systems in place. Oh yeah, it's, that are very worked and stuff. You can tell that, especially with City. Yeah, City and Liverpool. You just City, see like even Arsenal football. Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal too. You watch them and you're like, wow, this is football. Like this is what I. 
even West Ham, the way they were defending against Arsenal, it's like, okay, this is very organized. You can tell these guys. They are had a plan, this. yeah. Right. And it's hard to do that in international football unless you're Qatar where you take three months to prepare and you, yeah. oh, I guess lay a big old turd. But, it's strange, right? It's like yeah. that that kind of football is it's just different. It's like uh, whilst international football is great, it's also like a very rushed project. It's not. It doesn't have that element of perfection. Whereas in in uh, in club football, you strive to be perfect, strive to go after your game plan. Teams are built, and then they're built, and you know the lineups change due to the opposition or availability. And yeah, man, I I love it. I love both. Uh, I, but I kind of fancy league football more for that aspect alone. But it's all great for me. You know, I enjoy. Yeah, all yeah. It. No, it's just it, like the contrast is so obvious now. Yeah, it's it's hard because usually when there's a World Cup, you get like. I don't know, three weeks a month to digest it and forget about it, move on. Whereas this thing was just thrust upon us. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it, 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 you're really able to see the contrast now. Um, fuck, where do we start? Do we do we just get right into it, or should we start with like the little bits of headlines? Let's do some headlines. Yeah, there's still a continuous fallout on the whole Ebi Martinez thing. Like <laughs> yeah, I I've seen a lot of uh, backlash. It's kind of tired at this point, but you know I guess it bears mentioning. I do understand it to a, to an extent, you know, to an extent. I do feel like that the people that are bothered by it most just so happen to be some of the French people, you know, and the French fans, former players like mm-hmm. Patrick Vieira, which I understand, you know. Uh, but they even asked Mbappe today, and he happened to score the winner, which was also another pen. Yeah, go figure. Um, but he's like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, he's over yeah, it, yeah. and and I also have to like imagine that you know, whilst like I know Emmy looks like this big villain, there's also like the outpour from the exterior to egg on like the whole Mbappe thing, and like throw the baby at him, and you know it's it's responsibility for sure, but it's kind of in the moment, you know. It's kind of like when Grealish me- mentioned Almiron. Yeah, like I don't think that's really how he feels every day. It's just he was off. It was his just ass. like a name for him that that didn't really bear any. Yeah. Wait, at the moment, at least. And now, so. and now that Almiron is scoring every fucking game, which he did this weekend. Yeah, yeah. and he did this week. Yeah, uh, it, it looks bad, especially since Grealish doesn't score as much. But you know, <laughs> I, I honestly think Almiron is having a great season. Yeah, on his own, like you could just appreciate it. On yeah, he's own. having a great season for his own, I guess, level. And uh, I don't know if he's gonna reach this kind of high again. Just everything just happens to be working for him. Yeah, I might be wrong. It's kind of like Susek last year too. Susek had a great season last year, at mm, least statistically, yeah. and I still think he's. I think he, it, no, I think it was two years ago. Or or West Ham were, yeah. were in Champions League. Yeah, so it's like that can happen, and uh, but yeah. you know I've always liked Almiron though. I, I've always had I know. a sensation that he can achieve that level, but you never know until he does it for consecutive mm-hmm. seasons. And right, I mean Dele Ali used to be cock of the walk. You know, look at him now. And yeah, um, he's like what Saka is now for. You know England. Well, yeah, you've. I mean, yeah, he's just a com- complete outcast now. Though I mean, think of it. Oh man, he's. You a, know, and uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because there was a video that came out on Thursday or Friday of him getting booed off uh, in Turkey. In Turkey, is it Besiktas that he's at? I believe so. Yeah, and he was booed off before thirty minutes. Uh, got subbed out. They were down two 0 to a third division team, I think. Yeah, and they ended up winning four to two. So it's not a really good look on him. And it kind of sucks, man. What, what like, what happens to someone like that? 
you kind of wonder what goes wrong. And, like, as, as much as I do want to have pity for him, like, at his age, without many health, like, restraints, it's very hard to, to have sympathy for a player. For me, at least. I mean, there is a, an element of it, but it's like you have all the tools at your disposal. You were a great player at once. I think you can achieve those levels again, but there's clearly something wrong in maybe his his background, you know, as far as, like, what he does behind the scenes, maybe, or... I don't know. It's weird. It's a strange one. I, I've never seen such a steep fall in in the English game of, you know... I'm talking about a guy that was, like... He was, like, inching towards uh, undroppable from the England national team. He was good for that season, man. Yeah, yeah. He had, like, 20 goals and... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people were already comparing him to Lampard and, and you know, Fuck. to, you know, as far as, like, being that kind of goal, goal scoring, yeah, that goal scoring uh, phenom from the midfield and, unfortunately, didn't pan out. Do you think Sancho is kind of getting into that sort of territory? It's like, he has a little more time, I think, a little a little bit more going for him to, to change that, the same way Rashford maybe a year ago seemed that way as well. Well, up until maybe two or three months ago... Yeah, it seemed like he was out of sorts. But it had been for a duration of like a year or more. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I I don't think that's the end all be all as he's showing now. And I hope that Daily Ali is able to turn it around too. And Rashford, you can also you can also directly point to him playing too much and him like playing through injuries and also having systematic drawbacks yeah, as far right, as like yeah. management and stuff. But yeah. maybe Daily Ali needs to just come back to England, bite the bullet, and maybe just go to Champions swallow League. the pride. Join MK Dons where it all started. I don't know something like that. You know, poetic. Well, I think I think going to Turkey is is kind of an admission of all right, man. Maybe I'm not at the level of Prem. It's the hopes that you can get to a Champions League group stage and and showcase your talent one more time against like a Roma or you know a yeah, team like that's up there. Yeah, sure, it's yeah. like that's your best hope and that's best case scenario and that's not even working that's for him. That's not what happened. Yeah, you, like Kyle Laren's outperforming you. Um, you know, guys like that who play in 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 turkey and it's it's just wild to see yeah man i i do feel bad but you know when when one guy goes down there's another guy ready to take that spot and it's more than willing to not to, to mention work. that 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 position as far as national team goes is out of reach but i mean the guys that are coming You'd up have now to have like a crazy six months eight months of just super quality football for him to even yeah. get which seems unforeseeable for now, yeah, but yeah. we'll see. Because there's guys that are kind of undroppable. I mean, you have guys like, uh, uh, what the hell's his name from, uh, from, fuck man, from Leicester, James Madison. James Madison, who yeah. Didn't sniff a minute in the World Cup, and he's in a better moment. He's, yeah. he's in a good moment in his career. You can even say a great moment. Probably one of the only shining lights for that team. And even he can't. So fuck for for. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's baby steps for Dele Alli. Don't even think about national team. Just think about playing yeah. good for a consistent amount of time. Um, you know, the the Turkish like top scorers, if you look at those names, there's it's crazy. Like the names It's has been really. It's a lot of that, yeah. Like uh, yeah. even uh, Bafa Tembi Gomez. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think I remember seeing him up there. Uh you know, it's crazy because the U.S. had this guy named Tyler Boyd. He might still be playing there. I'm not sure. But he was always balling there, and, and people would be like, well, why? You know, Haji Wright's up there, by the way, which is, oh, like yeah, he is yeah. such a curveball. But it's like, yeah, I, I really don't rate that league all that much. You can't. It's, no, you know, no, it's not no. that. It's not all that. But, you know, the fact that they have a quota to be in Champions League is pretty wild. 
but you know where there's money there's allocation there's recognition and that's how they they move but yeah man uh you know as far as uh you know where european football is now i think this is an interesting time heading into the transfer window and uh you know there are a few major transfers that are kind of in the works at the moment the yeah. most notable being the the one that's official if you want to lead on that uh cody gakpo yeah from, uh, from psv going to liverpool excuse me the the numbers on that like the figures that are being um that are being reported it seems low for such a name that was so highly touted over the summer yeah there's a lot of teams that wanted him and it seemed like Manchester United was like the spot that he was going to land in, especially since Ronaldo's leaving. But I guess he's going to Liverpool. And uh, I was just reading that it's kind of due... Like, PSV were almost forced to sell because of of money that they're not getting. Like, no Champions League money. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. So I guess it's 37 plus 20 million of, of add-ons. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a deal these days. That is a deal. That is a deal. And when you think about players like back in the day, and I, I know we're talking about like fucking twenty years ago, but fifty million used to be good for Zidane. You yeah. know, it used to be good for a lot of really good players. Whereas someone that that's pretty promising, not not entirely proven, did have a good World Cup in my eyes. Fifty-seven, like damn near sixty million euro, sounds like a whole lot. It is. It is. But you know, I think. Uh... Was it? Um, I think Craig Burley made a good point too. It's like if if they're going for a guy who's gonna get you what he's projected to get, roughly, you know, as far as goal scoring ability and and chances created, whatever. I mean, like you can go for a guy in the championship that's English, and you're gonna pay almost the same amount, just because of the English tax. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's not a bad signing for me because of the price that was paid. No, I think it's a great signing. Whereas that's Liverpool looking yeah. ahead of maybe beyond Firmino, Salah. Um, Even Jota, by Jota, the way. Jota apparently, liability. yeah, apparently he's kind of distraught, and maybe he needs a move elsewhere. I think you know, yeah. so it's it's a I think it's a smart move by Liverpool. It's um it's a good moment to get him too, because like you said, these guys might exit. Well, now you have them with at least three or four months of recognition of what Liverpool want to do as far as like you know the way they play, because Liverpool play much different than what PSV. Or even like teams in that region play like so it's 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 gonna be cool. I, I don't know how how well he'll do personally. There's nothing to like convince me fully that he's gonna be like a world beater or se. like a you know a, a league changer for them. Yeah, it's like more I, of like a supplementary. Piece. I felt Darwin Nunez was gonna be that, and and there's still yeah. time for him to rectify that. But so far. He's still good, but he's not great. He's lacking in in a few different areas. And Luis Diaz for me has he has been the the most impressive out of all of them and yeah. most justified as far as money's concerned. So yeah, yeah, it, it's a good moment for Liverpool. Some people are saying though, like, should have they maybe I don't know invested in in different areas of the pitch though. Uh, you know, considering some of the absences that they will have soon. You know, age concerns. Henderson is, is still a top player, but he's getting up there. Well, Diago, they're also they're, they're yeah. very strongly linked to to a lot of the youngsters that Enzo, showed out. Yeah. Enzo Fernandez is is the main one that you're hearing from. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he he would cover a pretty good amount of that midfield base. That's that's starting to dwindle down. Yeah. That's true. And you know, even Jude Bellingham, even though the interest feels like it's cooled off, 
it's always a possibility yeah, and yeah, um yeah. you know i could definitely see him working uh i will say also just watching that villa game trent alexander he looks like himself again uh granted he's not going to be exposed so much against a team like villa but mm-hmm. you know some of the the service that he puts in is just you're reminded that yeah this guy's essential for them yeah yeah i i just wonder what what the uh I mean, I guess positionally I understand, but where this sort of resistance of just making him a full-time winger, and I know that's yeah, uh, yeah. that's a lost spot, but I don't know. It, it might be time for uh, for club to to figure out a way to make that his main function and still be able to defend well. Because it's still a gaping hole. Yeah. When there's a team that's that's much more willing to expose that. Yeah, it's interesting though that you mentioned that because I feel like more commonly you'll see a winger possibly get dropped back to a fullback. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. never really the other way around. And, and this is a very rare case where maybe it could work and it should work. Well, is, uh, is his dribbling not that great? I n- think that's my. That might maybe, be maybe. Yeah. But, you know, it's. I think uh, the service is, is almost good enough to, uh, to make up for it because he only needs like a touch and then, you know, a whip of the wand and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's With it's a very interesting Wahoo. dynamic. Yeah, uh, but uh, are, are there any other rumors? I, I know I've seen like you know other Bellingham's rumors are like really strong, and there's a lot of he's rumored around half the world right now. I know, I know, and then there's a lot of like positivity coming from Madrid, and uh, I don't want to go through this again. So <laughs> I, I don't want to comment like in a in an optimistic way. You know, I'll just be, I'll just I identify the fact that there's a rumor and leave it at that but that's one like okay so there's there's talks that they're strongly pushing for him and if that's true if that happens to be the case that to me indicates that they're pretty much accepting that cross is going to retire at the end of the season because that's it's inevitable yeah that's one of those things that that comes up every season now for the last two three years and he wants to retire young he's won everything uh so you know it's it's very much it's a perfect time. Yeah, it's 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 earned on his part, and I think uh, Bellingham, given the players that we have with the addition of Bellingham, I, why not? You know, no, it would work. Again, it would again, be just a very good young midfield, like for the years to come. Yeah. It's not somewhere, exactly. you have, and you still got Valverde who can drop down. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah, it would make sense for him because also it would be op as far as like his best chance to continue winning silverware or to at least win silverware because he's not winning a whole lot at Dortmund. I mean, it's yeah. a great opportunity for him. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'll, I'll you know, I'll just remain mum on that. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I was so sure that Mbappe was on his way. So, I mean, there's still a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like he said, that, that dream is never over. <laughs> That's that. We'll, we'll leave that there. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Memo Cho is going to Italy. Did we talk about that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Salertinada or Afras? S- Saler- uh, Salertinana. Yeah, yeah. I, I did place see in it. the Italian league. Stu, get this. The first Mexican keeper to leave Mexico for Europe was Memo Choa. The second one is Memo Choa. <laughs> Fucking hell. I know. It's... Um... So uh, wow. good for him, you know, because I I think it would be cool to see him, you know, play in Europe. I just hope he plays, you know. That's the thing. I'm not too familiar with the team or how their goalkeeping situation mm-hmm. is. I I don't know if he's gonna be like a match day starter, uh, but it would be cool to see, you know. He shouldn't accept anything less. 
But here's my thing, because he is more advanced in his career. Like, mm-hmm. my thought process is that it's a good move for him just because of the past years beyond football as, as a playing career. Sure. Maybe he's also learning some of the, you know, dynamics of, of coaching and Maybe. being part of yeah. a rotation guy. And I think that could be valuable. Rafa Marquez, you know, he kind of did a similar move late in his career. And he didn't do bad. However, it's just not a great team and you can't expect too much. So, But, you know, on a team like that, that's 12th place in Serie A, he's going to, if he plays, he's going to be expected to see shots. If he can yeah. make the saves, and yeah. good on him. I, I actually think he's taking a pay cut to go. I think he was being paid more. Oh, he's being, yeah, he was being paid well. And, yeah. and by the way, kind of underperforming at some points as well. Uh, you know, some of the fan base uh kind of turned against them un- unfortunately but you know i think it's I think now I, I think now he's in he's one of those players that's that everyone loves well no i think from the national team perspective he's he's the best uh you know jorge campos and and guys like that you know osvaldo sanchez will always be close but i think this guy for longevity's sake for some of the big moments even in in this world cup granted it was very brief i mean ah. still Still showed up, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, good on him, and, and we'll see how he develops out there. Yeah. Um, did we talk about Ronaldo? Um, I don't. Ha, has there been any any updates or? No, apparently he commits to this club in in Saudi Arabia. That's what I've heard too, but I haven't seen anything official yet. So sounds kind of wasteful, man. To be honest with you, it's it's like. I know, I, I know he's not. Ronaldo that we knew three, four years ago, but he's better than that, right? Yeah, but, you know, and, and whilst I get that, too, it's like the money, it's probably just one yeah, of those the money things. that was reported is ridiculous. That's the thing, like, I'm sure if, if he's getting paid, like, five million more at that club, he's not really blinking. He'll go to whatever club he needs to, but granted, the money that is being purported, or reported, I should say, man, that would be insane. Makes you drool a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, um... Apparently it's two hundred million for seven years, two years playing and seven years or five extra years as like a player assistant or player assistant play coach. ambassador or something something to that extent. Um, it, it sucks though to see a player of that level kind of be reduced to that, and through like through no like through no shortage of effort on his part, it was well reported that he was uh, being shopped around to basically every Champions League level club. Um, maybe the wages were too high. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, there was always that link with Madrid where he was willing to take the minimal salary, you know, and in agreement to be like a bit player. But even like with Benzema's absence, like who knows, man, like you can be the guy. And that, that's, that's all they really I'm not need. against it as a Madrid fan. Uh, but logically, I think that there might be some kind of beef with uh, Florentino. There's this video I was looking at from years ago where, like, Ronaldo's walking by, and he was still playing for Madrid, and uh, Fiorentino just kind of, like, taps him twice on the side of the face. Just like a, mm-hmm. like, you're, like, it's almost like you're my property type shit, like, and then that, Ronaldo didn't like that, and I feel like that animosity always existed between yeah. them. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. I don't know if the pride will ever be able to be swallowed on either of their part. You know, it's just, like, they're both very, I don't know vain you know and for one i think one factor that i was thinking about and it may, it may be minimal as well but uh, ronaldo's son wherever wherever ronaldo plays he plays for that team too that academy so i think in the interest of building his career building him up into whatever kind of professional he is i know it's going to be like a 
it's just too big of a you know of a gap for him to expect that that his son will play to anywhere near that level. But if he wants him to be in the best academies uh, around the best players, uh, you're not going to want him to play in Saudi Arabia. You know, no no matter what kind of facilities <laughs> they have, you know what I mean. Like yeah, that's, that's just not that's not going to be conducive to a top talent because unfortunately, no top talents are coming out of Saudi Arabia. No, no. Um, yeah, it's from that perspective. It, it would that's where that creates a problem i will say this though like say in a perfect world maybe perfect to me but he comes to mls and maybe de- tries to develop in the mls academies because like mm-hmm. for what it's worth I, I haven't heard like any crazy glowing reports of how great he's been at the youth level and i'm talking about his son um but he does have a, an american citizenship because this is where he was born It'll be cool to see him come here and still like kind of exercise that whole thing. Daddy, I want to play for U.S. next to Pulisic. Yeah, and I mean, look, you, you know, you got Tim Weah playing for former Ballon d'Or winner, uh, you know, George Weah, and you know, soon Ballon d'Or Christian Pulisic, and <laughs> ah, nah, just kidding, man. But you know, it's just that'd be kind of cool to see. But that would be my utopia. So, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a it's a weird situation with him. Uh, so nothing's nothing set in stone yet. So I guess uh, we'll just hold off until that's official. Uh, what else? Um, nothing really big. Like uh, other news, um, everything last week leading up to probably Boxing Day was still like the Argentina thing and. You know, rightfully so. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a World Cup win. It kind of sucks that that they don't get that attention for as long as most other winners do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone else gets like that that three week period where they're allowed to celebrate and just have this crazy bender. A lot of the players, I know, a lot of the players still haven't reported to. Their I was team. gonna say, yeah, it's like a lot of them aren't due to like after New Year's, from what I hear. So yeah. But still, I mean, I know all of them took the plane back to Argentina, so they're probably having the time of their lives. Mm-hmm. And anything they want, it's you know, it's at their feet. Oh, yeah. Whatever, what I mean, anything. So it's it's pretty anything. wild. Yeah, um, I was gonna mention something, however. Uh, oh well, sticking to South America, I you know I do want to highlight that apparently, uh, Pelez has been suffering, you know, further health conditions. Oh, and, shit, yeah. And apparently a lot, you know, some reports say that a lot of the f- people near him are expecting, you know, unfor- the unfortunate and, and, you know, his condition keeps deteriorating. So we'll, we'll keep him in our thoughts and, and follow that, you know, as much as we can. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy, huh? Like, yeah, I wonder how that's going to go down. Pretty much like a year, man, maybe almost two years after Maradona's passing. It's like yeah. crazy, right? They, they also had that clip of uh, when Maradona used to have his talk show. Oh, yeah, Basically, yeah. Maradona's done everything except be president in Argentina. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I had never seen so many, you know, shorts of of a player like Maradona of his stature uh, come out on so many interviews and speak so candidly on everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that that kind of uh, player is so rare now. So I, I just appreciate those clips so much when I see them. I'm just like, man. Yeah, there was a clip that came out. And before I get to the one that I was ta- I was going to talk about, there's a clip that came out from I think. 2016 or 17 where he's talking about Mbappe and I forgot, oh, who, yeah, I yeah. forgot which I think he's talking about Madrid he is he's like Fiorentino paga el dinero he's yeah, like yeah. fucking he's like, get him bro dude. like this is a no brainer get this motherfucker I think yeah. it was before he signed to PSG yeah he was at Monaco still yeah and yeah he was just he was so candid and 
I love that. Yeah. I love then that. you know the last few years was his speech was slurring so badly and stuff, but here you could still kind of yeah, understand yeah. what he was saying and all that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But there's a clip of Maradona's talk show where he has Pele on, and then Maradona is like, just to paraphrase, he's like, it's one of my dreams to, you know, do a little, um, I guess, keep ups with the headers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they exchange like a good five, six headers between them. Maradona, uh, Pele was still like in good health. I want to say it was like in the nineties sometime. Oh sometime. yeah, yeah. He looked fresh. He looked fresh. Yeah, he still looks spry. So um, that, that was cool was... to see. But I don't know if I've ever seen it before. No, I, yeah. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I saw it recently as well. And I, I thought it was like, it was so beautiful because they're, you know, obviously heading the ball back and forth. And in the backdrop, I guess the the structure of whatever set they're on also has kind of like an arc. So it's like the ball is literally following the arc. <laughs> and it was just poetic. It was clean with it too. It was, yeah, it yeah. Like, I mean, and for those guys, it's effortless, you know, yeah, like, you, you you know, if you were to do that with your friend, it's like, yeah, after the fourth one, you might fuck up, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, these guys are, are cracks. And yeah, I mean, we hope that uh, Pele is still around for, you know, at least, uh, you know, a little bit longer because it's not looking too good right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's he's up there in age, man. Oh, he is. And, you know, he apparently, like, you know, I think cancer or something he may yeah, have. So it's well, like, I, I think he had a health scare, too, not too long ago. I want to say, like, a year ago. Yeah. And you know, he beat that. And this, man, it's, you know, your body can only take so much. Of course, yeah. It's it's only uh, part of the circle of life. Uh, but, you know, moving on to, you know, some lighter news. <laughs> yeah. Um See, do we have anything else as far as uh, Europe goes? Um, well, uh, I guess the other transfer news was Luis Suarez. You know, he was rumored to MLS. He was rumored to Galaxy at one point. Uh, he was rumored to Cruz Azul in Mexico. Right, right. Uh, he officially goes to Brazil. To oh, Gremio. Yeah, Gremio, who also... Gremio apparently is trying to do work with uh, Diego Costa. I mean, sorry, Douglas Costa. Douglas Costa, yeah. Uh, so that's interesting, and I think it would do maybe Galaxy fans a favor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I I don't in the shit ass season he had last year. I didn't think it was terrible, but I mean, there's better players out there for the money. So he, he was an arse, man. Yeah, he couldn't be ass. <laughs> I think he had like two goals or something. Yeah, he had his games where he you know would put in like a couple good dribbles, but I don't know. I, like I want to be generous and say five good games. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> He's not the guy to carry your team, but on a on a good team, he's a great ornament to have. <laughs> Whereas uh, Ricky Puig is different, right? Like that's yeah. a young guy. That's a guy who still has his better football in front of him. With this guy, it was clear he doesn't. Uh, but yeah, man, Luis Suarez, Douglas Costa, possibly at Gremio. I know Kevin Cabral also left uh, Galaxy. Colorado, yeah. uh, so I mean, well, the other rumor right yeah. now is the the hot rumor is the one that we've been speaking into existence for a while now is uh, Isco. Isco is finally released from Sevilla, like officially, and yeah. you know he's looking for a club. And hey, LA might be a nice place. Yeah, I mean, or second division Spain. We'll see. <laughs> ah, that, that was just a that was a nice piss take from it, uh, from the Spanish media. Huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Dia de los Inocentes, and uh, there's always kind of rumors. I think even. Um, I think there was a rumor, or not a rumor, but like a post of uh, Barcelona going for Mbappe. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like another one of those pranks. It's basically April Fool's Day in Spain. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That, that was a funny little thing with Isco. Um, what else? What else is official? I don't know. Nothing off the top of my head is, is kind of official or, or in the works. No, no. I think we covered everything. Uh, um, everything major, at least. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's let's review some some games that happened. Uh, shit. Uh, Carabao. 
Do you care about Carabao? Only when my team's playing. Nah, but I that they did. You know, it's 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 a cool tournament. Uh, it's it's no different from the FA, really. I mean, as far as like the kind of entertainment that you can get, it's either an underdog fest or two big clubs, and you know. Uh, when it's two big clubs, I think it's it's much more fun to watch. But even when it's that Cinderella story, some people really do get fixated on that. Um, but yeah, I guess we could review that very quick. I'm actually just trying to pull it up right now. I guess the notable ones was uh, Newcastle playing Bournemouth. Newcastle beats them. Right. Wolves played Gillingham. They beat them 2-0. Leicester played MK Dons. And they beat them 3-0. This is the fourth round, by the way. So this is right before the quarterfinals. Um, your boy Ernie is pretty optimistic about Leicester, right? Yeah, but I don't know if that'll hold after this weekend's result, which we'll get into later. But yeah, man. And and I was kind of believing the hype, too. But man, like, I mean, to be fair, Newcastle are a great team this year. But yeah, there's not a lot of fight in that team. And it's it's hard to... You know, it's hard to be hard on Brendan Rodgers when they haven't even dipped into the transfer window, you know, like, at all. He hasn't been sacked yet? I could have sworn he was sacked. I mean, so many guys have been. He's the one guy who's kind of just, like, got, gone yeah, under the radar. He's, and he's like, yeah. You know, like, in the movies where the helicopter's going away, but you got the guy hanging from the ladder. Yeah. That's Brendan I think Rogers it's because, right you know, now. he he's also, like, the kind of dude that <laughs> can play the part and say all the right answers in, you know, in the presser and everything. Whereas, like, say you look at the dude from Nottingham. Uh, I think we were like kind of <laughs> we that dude's just kind of like he looks well like just he has those eyes that he's just kind of halfway there like yeah. Roy Hodgson you know but yeah exactly he's kind of clueless yeah clueless nah. looking I don't know if he's actually clueless yeah but as far as Leicester man they got a lot of work to do that they do they and gotta they, go to and church they need to spend a lot of money yeah you know um, a lot of people really love the you, you remember the design that they would have on the pitch. Yeah, it's kind of like rounded and stuff, and they had to change it because FIFA the, regulations the or FA offsides. regulations. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know how there's like se- uh, like semi-auto VAR now. Yeah. Do you think that like those kind of things are should by should, should bypass? Should, yeah, should make their way back. You know, I I personally personally love like pitch designs. Like I think Same. it's yeah. it's kind of like in basketball too. You'll get the few teams now. Well, now every team does it, but. But, you know, before it was, like, the Magic and the Celtics had the cross-floor uh, design. I think I, 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 lo- I love it, man. Like, uh, in fact, like, when I used to cut my own yard, I remember I used to landscape my own yard growing up. I would try to, like, kind of do the cut designs in, in one way, like, the grass going one way. And when you cut it this side, it goes the other way. Yeah. And and it'll be like, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's part of uh, what it is to be a groundsman. It's kind of art. It is. Um, it, I don't know if you remember in the older FIFAs too. Might, like might fully be art. If you uh, wanted to play in a in a field, you can also pick the format of how you want. Uh, like the circle one, it was like oh, it radiates right. from the yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could do the crisscross yeah. pattern. You could do the straight lines. You know, I I personally like it. It gives each ground its own character. Um, so yeah, that would be cool to see that brought back uh, personally. But I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could see how people would have a problem with it, though, because I think sometimes, well, more so from the camera angle's perspective, like, the lines can kind of be deceiving in in circumstances Mm -hmm. like offside or what have you, but yeah, uh, I would personally love to see it back. Yeah, and and again, we have this system that that allows you to to have that perspective 
without needing the guidelines of the of the grass line. So, fuck it, let's yeah. bring it back. Um, but yeah, Lester uh, yeah wins three three nil against uh, MK Dons. We were just talking about Dale Alley. Um Another notable one was uh, United versus Burnley. Fort Brown, two nil. Go on, Rashi. Rashford and Erickson, man. And Rashford's been in good form, man. Yeah. You know, there's not much to say on him as far as, like, critiques. I mean, he's doing his job. He's It looks like he's really, like, working hard to be in the best favor of the manager. Yeah, he turned into a player that was, like, maybe it's not a bad idea to let him go in the summer to, ooh, he's going to demand a fee. <laughs> like, he's going to uh, demand yeah, pay yeah. raise, and maybe, maybe uh, United are going to have to, you know, resist selling him for a high amount, too the opposition yeah and and i think united know well that they have to keep they know what they have and maybe he's know, worth the money i think yeah and maybe the was. fact that he's you know an academy player is gonna he's be from in favor he's mbe you know exactly honorable but yeah that that you know i think his performance mm-hmm. right now is, is more indicative of what we expected and uh lastly let's talk about that shit manchester city liverpool I know, man. That was that was a really fun game. Uh, it felt a bit unserious, though, if I'm honest, because I didn't feel that that was the best version of either team, both as far as personnel, right. but sharpness maybe. Yeah. Because I don't know if I you agree. remember some of the goals. It was like, wow, are they are they running real time right now? Because that looked way too easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking more so of Carvalho's goal, which was a you know great setup, great play, but it's just so much space, so much time. I was like, wait, is this really happening? I know, I know Salah took it serious. Oh, well. He was playing pretty good. He was, yeah. He he played very well. Uh, Thiago had his moments of brilliance, um, you know, and uh, Fabio Carvalho is looking much better. And then, yeah, City, City yeah, capitalized. I totally forgot about him. Uh, yeah. Especially earlier when we were talking about the kind of depth that, that Liverpool have up front. Carvalho's another one of those guys. He's really nice because uh, as far as, like, you know where he can play on the field. He's another guy that's very versatile. Uh, can play in the midfield. Can play on the wing. You know he's just really good. Uh, but ultimately, yeah. Uh, you know both teams had their their chances. I thought City, you know, kind of created slight mo- slightly more and and capitalized on it. And uh, yeah, Erling Haaland, you know, gets on the end of a cross to score his goal, a first goal since uh, being back from the World Cup, and then. Well, a yeah, World it was, Cup that it was he kind of a weird half chance too. He had to like kind of dangle his leg. It was it was served a little bit behind him, but yeah, yeah, he was able to redirect it enough to get it in. It's a weird goal, but you know that's that's what he's great at, you know. And and those are half chances that not every player is turning in. Uh, Most players aren't turning in. Yeah, I will say though, for you know, I think the guy that really stole the show that night was De Bruyne. Some of the service that he was providing was just filthy you know um and you know nathaniel ake scored his goal could have had a brace really and uh you know respect to kelleher as well bro he actually really you know he's kept a few of them out uh yeah i mean we uh i guess we we say that too and and darwin had kind of a stinker oh i I think he was he was the butt of the jokes those days for sure yeah it was kind of a uncharacteristic well he didn't get he got Three of the same shot and hooked them every time. N- neither one of them hit the target. Like, didn't make the keeper make a save. They were just out wide. It was like, at least make him make a save. At least hit it at the keeper, you know? Yeah. And they were all very, I don't want to say very open, but they were in the run and he had yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess you can say it was kind of one on one on a couple chances. 
kind of stupid that he didn't uh, that he didn't get on target either one of those times. It was it was kind of weird to see. It is, and, but it's it's not the wasteful. it's not the first time coming uh, with him. But you know, like sometimes what it is with him too, it's the stuff he does uh, when he doesn't have the ball or totally. like yeah. the passes leading up or the runs leading up. So. He's, he's still valuable. Yeah, yeah, he's still very valuable. But if he can actually finish those chances, mm-hmm. we can be talking about one of the best players in the league, possibly. He hasn't shown us that yet, though. So mm-hmm. that 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 question mark's always going to linger until he can have a consecutive run of games where, if he's not scoring, well, at least with a few chances, he's at least getting them on target. That that would be a good start. Um, there was one goal that he, I, I I don't want to say he created, but it was due to like a run that he made and he tried to. Cross it near post. Keeper got a, a hand on it, and um, fuck, was it was it Salah that that finished it? Yeah, I want to say it was Salah. Yeah, because it was a second goal. You know, or was or am I thinking about another? First game? goal was against Carvalho. Oh, I mean, you're probably thinking about the Villa game, <sighs> possibly. About the Villa game, yeah. Yeah, but in, in any case, though, this was always going to be a tough loss for either club because you know both these both of these teams meeting up this early is kind of criminal, but. That's just the way the draw panned out, uh, and and yeah, you know, City always get the easy draws. So, it was also wild that City had actually beaten Liverpool, right? Well, we lost our first league game against them this year. One nil was a very good game, to be fair. And yeah, I mean, Liverpool are just one of those teams that always make it very difficult for us. Uh, last season, we we had their number. This season is kind of give and take, really. But, yeah, this was a, a good one to no, get both back. both games last season were draws. Yeah, but I think we played them in the, uh, I think it was the FA Cup last year. Or it might have been the Carabao, and I think we beat them. Uh, not that it matters. No, no, because Liverpool got, remember they got two trophies and it was the Carabao and the FA Cup. Oh, was that last year? Yeah, oh, that was shit. this past season, yeah. And that's why uh, Liverpool... Yeah, that's why Liverpool beat City for the Community Shield. Oh well, that's yeah, that's yeah. the Community Shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the, that's the friendly. Yeah, yeah. But it had actually it had been a while that City had actually beaten them, and it's not to say that they lost every time. It was just ties or yeah, yeah. You know. um, but um, that was a good game, I, I guess, all in all. But like you said, it was it was just a little flat. Yeah, as expected, I think to an extent. I mean. For, it was really the first game uh, since, you know, the World Cup in, in the grand scheme for both clubs. So aside from like, you know, any friendlies that were played. So, yeah, I mean, I think for me, that's when when both teams are healthy and like their their full teams, you know, actually playing. I think that's the best team. I mean, that's the best match in football, you know. Uh, it's just fun to watch. Yeah. And then um, are we ready for the Premier League? And yeah, that's what yeah. you've been waiting for. Nah, nah. I mean, well, to watch for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been fun, man. And, you know, this was a fun weekend of games. For sure. Because I, I felt like I really got back into it because of the fantasy, too. I'm like, all right, let's see. We'll, what run oh, can I make? Fantasy, man. I don't yeah. know. I, it's funny because, uh, you know, if you have Halan, like, you're in good shape. And it kind of sucks that our format was like that this year. So next season, I, I definitely want to go back to the old format. But you still, live and you learn, man. It's it's it. it was fun still, you know. I, I I'm still enjoying yeah, I it. still pay attention for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, first game, I guess. Uh, uh, uh let's start yeah. off with the return of the Premier League, is 
upon us and Boxing Day, a staple in uh in the English football calendar. And Canada. Oh yes. Uh, yes, yes. But yeah, to start things off of uh, Brentford versus Tottenham. Well we know who's gonna win that, right? Wrong. You never know, man. You never Brentford know. even without Ivan Tony, man. Still made it happen. Well, you know what? That's the crazy part. Ivan Tony's still clear clear to play. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I was so surprised. I thought, I thought my dumb know, ass, I didn't even watch that game. My dumb ass, was just like a conclusion. Yeah, my dumb has dropped him. I was like, Well, he's not gonna play, is he? And he's been playing great. I mean he's last game of the prime he scored against he City. Was fringe, you know, national team type player. Yeah. Uh but you know Man, that's wild. I know, yeah. Uh, well now I'm speaking out of my ass. No, no, I mean, I thought the same thing. I was shocked when I saw him on there. So I'm just, I guess because it's all still being reviewed, you know, so it's not official. But I guess once that's all come to conclusion, we might not see him for a while. So for now, just keep betting on yourself, kid. Uh, but yeah, man. Don't be I was, smarter, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah you know, do it under an alias. Get get a friend's friend's friend to do it. I know, Something, right? It's just like, how can you fuck that or, up? Or, you know, you're already rich. Why, why keep betting? And, uh, That's not for me to say, though. You know, everyone's allowed to make money the way they want to. And sometimes we just want the rush, you know. Yes. Uh, but in this oh, case, yeah. you know, both teams got a rush, but not their uh, wanted outcome. As it pans out in a draw, Harry Kane gets his goal. So does Hoysberg. Um And yeah, two-two uh, for the London sides. Uh, credit to Brentford, by the way. I mean, they're just always in the, in the they fight. Won up, they won. They were up 2-0, and it looks like uh, Tottenham had to catch up. Oh, catch up. <laughs> oh, Christ. Conte. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but going to a, another set of English clubs, I mean English, London clubs, uh, Crystal Palace wow. against Fulham. Fulhamerica. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, you know, I will say this. I watched this game, and I was just thinking to myself, like, well, whilst I do kind of like Fulham a little more, Although Crystal Palace has their their you know studs as well, Crystal Palace was getting every call going against them, man. I have to say, and even felt, at home. Yeah, and I felt kind of bad. I was like, yo, I mean, for example, like the red cards that they got for me were were a bit soft uh, for beginners, and and that really did help decide the game. Uh, but overall, I guess like if we want to just look at it for face value, Mitrovic, man, another goal, two assists. Uh, granted, most of the game was played against, uh, you know, 10 men and then 9 men eventually. And uh, crazy, man. Tim Ream gets his first goal at the ripe age of 35. Great, great strike, by the way. Um, wow. And yeah. You know, you know, if he was 10 years younger, he'd be playing for Pep, right? Well, you know, that's if Pep would even be allowed to spend that kind of money. He hasn't signed a player in X amount of time. Uh, I love how City fans always bring that up. <laughs> We've only signed this player and you know. Nah, but uh, the one the 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 early Holland one is is is, is hilarious to me. He's like, uh, you know, you spent X amount yeah, on this guy, but yeah. we only spent um early. Yeah, that's that was his release clause. Man. Yeah, but isn't it? Yeah, that can we can we actually kind of just go back and say that was a bargain now? No, it is a yeah. bargain for, for like all intents and purposes. But like, you don't get to say we only spent that much because that was the asking price. Ah, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and brag about you know a five dollar hot dog that I got because that's the price. And not that I would spend five dollars on a hot dog, unless it's but, a big one. But I'm not saying I wouldn't either. Yeah, on a glizzy, glizzy. Uh, but yeah, man, three great, nil. 
Great result. Great result. Uh, Fulham and man. Mitrovic have at it. Oh, well, yeah. He's having a great season, but the guy that really deserves the flowers for me has got to be Marco Silva. What he's done with the club after a manager who wasn't terrible, in my opinion, Scott Parker. You know, good on him and good on Fulham. I mean, they look like they're a shoe in to stay this year if they can keep this kind of uh, play up. Um, They've gotten some pretty good results. They're currently in ninth place, their mid table side in the upper half. Madre mia. Oh, no. They're, I think they're for sure staying up. Unless any bullshit happens. Uh, yeah. It, oh, they, there would have to be some complete disaster. Yeah. Like plane crash type incident to happen for them. Whilst these next teams, wow. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's looking dark. Uh, Everton, Wolverhampton. Can you even call it a mid-off? <laughs> like, no, that's just an <laughs> ass-off. Because <laughs> yeah. you watch Wait, some I want to see that. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, me too. Uh, but... Yeah, man, I mean, what can you say? I mean, at the end of the day, I was expecting a draw, uh, but Daniel Podench, man, I, I would say if there's one player, <laughs> which there's not a lot to look at this at, at this team, he's probably one of the better ones this year. Um, was it uh, Lopetegui's first game in, in charge, or am I tripping? It might be, it might be, because he got hired, like, just around the time the World Cup was about to start. Yeah, 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 I remember seeing him in the stands before the break. And they did get Mateo Scunha. Oh, yeah. Did he play? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. So that was like uh, another one of their signings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mi that's cuñado. Wolves' third win, man. And It's still early times. It's only their 10th goal of the season. 16 games in. That's spectacularly bad. They scored 20% of their goals in this match all season. Lopetegui in. That's yeah. wild, son. Against an Everton team that doesn't give up a whole lot, by the way, so... They only uh, have 20 goals against. Um, that's a pretty good defense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 19 goals against. Compared to, like, the league, you know, it's not you bad. Know? So, entering that match, only had 17 goals conceded. Hey, that's not bad. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Wolves uh, get the better of them that day. Yes, sir. Uh, following this, we go from Wolves to Foxes. And, unfortunately, Lester gets outfoxed by Newcastle Toon Squad. Nobody's stopping them. I mean, they look really good. They look really good. They look sharp on all ends. Eddie Howe, whilst I will give him his credit, he's also had great backing. And, you know, that's that goes in, you know, in combination, you know. And, and uh, yeah, good on them. Miguel Almiron continues to play out of his skin. And it's not like these fluky goals, by the way. It's like really him, like, giving goes, get the ball back, bottom side netting. He's just playing really well. He and Wow, I mean Newcastle top three. Uh, I f I forgot where I had them in my Premier League prediction, but I had they, them high. They uh, before the City game, they were in second place. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But, but Arsenal and City do have a game in hand against yeah. each other. Just so happens to be. Which will be a good one, hopefully. Be interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I had Newcastle this high up. I I, I, think, no, I, I don't I think, think I did. If I'm being correct, and I guess. I mean, I'm not going to take the time to look back, but I think we had them like in a Europa contention spot. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then we were projecting them to make a bigger jump next year. But fuck, they're they're really taking that strike now. Yeah, and they are. Three points clear as well, so they can they have some space. They're generating a lot of goals. They're they're top three in goal scored as well. They're in third place in that as well. So fuck, man. They're hey, not bad, huh? They're not bad. Not and, bad. You know, they, they just, it's not fluky. You know, they just know what they're doing. And, you know, credit to them. 
you know, they gave City trouble this year, uh, 3-3 draw, um, and yeah, uh, following this match, uh, Brighton beats Southampton, uh, Deserby continues to put on a show, following Graham Potter, you know, it, it seems like they haven't lost a step, man, uh, and again, Brighton does not get enough credit for how well they're running their footballing project, because you lose a manager of Graham Potter's quality and you bring this guy in and, you know, still play at a top level, even after losing certain players, I mean, hats wow. off. Yeah, hats off. And, and yeah, Southampton, man, another team that's looking very, very bleak at the moment. Uh, but yeah. Do you think uh, letting go of Hassenhodel was a good idea? Um, you know, like, I think I think when they were with him, yeah, they were fortunate to get some results. But the results that you would expect him to get, they did get. And now like, there's a complete change in football. I guess you can even say in an identity. Yeah, it doesn't help a team. It really uh, doesn't. Unless and, and Southampton aren't the type of team to spend. That's the problem. Yeah, and and I I mean they do they do have a great scouting department, and um, I'm sure that can help. But I mean, it's just it's a very young team from what I see with Southampton, and they're gonna need time. And I don't know if they'll have enough to see it out. But I've seen Stranger Things, and not the show. Is that but, a good show? No, wow. I was about to Damn. say, Damn. this the the Premier League could be a little spookier sometimes, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, when you play against uh, City on a Wednesday night, yeah, it's not for everyone. Uh, <laughs> but following this match, uh, we had Liverpool play Aston Villa, and you know, <clears throat> as expected, I think Liverpool won. It wasn't always that easy though. I did get sensations at some moments where Villa were knocking on the door but just couldn't finish. Ollie Watkins more more notably. There was a, a pretty good the, the, the difference between the first half and the second half. Second half was much better for Liverpool for yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, things were shaky for uh, for Liverpool. Uh, and to an extent, defensively a little bit. I yeah. Say. You yeah. Know, they were actually pretty leaky. Like They were conceding chances and, and I think, like they I were. said, Keller was been pretty good you know not um, bad yeah and uh i think overall though i think overall like liverpool like grew into the game and um i think they deserved the the the, the third goal yeah yeah in the end things got kind of shaky when they went up 2-0 i think it was mm-hmm. yeah they and, did and get Aston shaky villa scored and yeah man uh but shit um salah looks great i think i think the the break did him a lot of favors because the last two games that I've seen from from Liverpool, he's been one of the better players, if not the best player. You know, he, he made a few good passes to to Darwin. Darwin's wasteful, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's he's on a mission right now just to to keep them relevant. You yeah. Know? And in my mind, I had put them in this like I had designated them into this sort of middle part of the of the table. They're like right there, biting on Champions League spot. They're so close. Yeah, they're not too far. Um, uh, I mean, they're four points away from from United, but I mean, we know That's, how United can be. Yeah, lately, they're looking better though. I I've never had more faith in a United team than now. But um, it's just that the whole the whole league is is fucking nice, man. I mean, Robertson became the most like he 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 set the stat for the most assists for a left back that means anything to you that's that's pretty crazy i mean he's pretty good man he plays a lot he's a little underrated 
Yeah, he's been there for a while. He plays a lot. His sample size is get, very amplified for sure. Like it doesn't uh, get hurt. Like and it's like I don't know if that's so much of a, of a reflection of how great he is at, at left back, but he's one of the better left backs in the league. In fact, you know today in, to, in today's league, you could probably say he is the best. Uh, but you know that being said, I I am impressed by that stat. But like attacking wise, I think guys like Leighton Baines in the past, even Ashley Cole, would have benefited from playing in a team like Liverpool. And I think. You know, this guy, the same way that Trent, by the way, is, is also good at it. It's just he's he gets a load of chances for, for his teammates. and Yeah, they're set up to to um, for their strengths to be highlighted, for sure. Well, if, at, at fullback specifically, yeah, exactly. especially. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. there's no other team that uses their fullbacks in the way that Liverpool does as far as, like, getting balls into the box. I've, I've yet to see a team spam it the way they do. Um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, that's just that's just what Liverpool's known for. It's no secret, but let's see. What do we got next? Uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah. Another team, man. Like, you know, it, they had to turn it up in the second half, uh, kind of like Liverpool. Oh, dude, they were so much better the whole match. <laughs> I think I think the stat was like 70 to 30% possession in the... You know, you know the problem was in the first half? They... They they got into great positions. They had amazing little intricate link ups and 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 passing and all that. But they just want to walk it in, and I feel like that's always been Arsenal's identity. Is they just want to walk it in. Yeah. They don't take long shots. They don't take chances on on some passes. Um, they over dribble at points, and that was a problem because I mean I I want to find a way to find the stats on the first half. I don't think they got too many shots off. They did. You know, I was surprised actually. They they almost had the same amount of shots on target, but you know, Arsenal dominated the match as far as like possession and mm-hmm. ultimately more shots. Most of the match was in uh, West Ham's side for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's how West Ham play. You know, there's... and you know what? To give credit to to West Ham, they're very organized defensively. They they there was always like six seven guys in the box, and there was points where. Where Arsenal were trying to cross the ball when they don't have someone that you're going to rely on for headers. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they're all kind of undersized. In yeah. Terms of like, they lost that when they lost Lacazette. You know, they don't... and even him was even he was pretty short. You know, I think he's yeah. only five nine, five ten max. He's your best bet though, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think uh, and there's like I found it really interesting the way that that Arsenal attacks. Um, they attack differently. Uh, depending on which side they're attacking from, when it's uh when it's Saka, he links up really well with uh with Odegaard. So there's a lot of like give and go, and there's some some link up with with Inketia. He even has support from Ben White at times. It's it's a lot more intricate on that side. On the other side, they let Martinelli run. They let him do his thing. They let him dribble. A lot of times it turns into a cross, whereas like uh, Saka turns into a you know a backwards coming um, pass. You know, from the baseline going on to the, um, going on to like a, a a late run or something, and Martinelli they let him cook, they let him cross it. A lot of times the the ball turns with him comes back. It, it it's a ball that that's passed back and let him run a little bit, but for the most part they let him cook. I think that's really interesting the way they they choose to attack from those two avenues. So yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a very different profiles. You know, Saka and Martinelli. Mm-hmm. Where Saka lacks in finishing, Martinelli's more clinical. Where Saka has in work ethic, 
I think Martinelli's still very good, but, you know, Saka's ability to press off the ball, like, it's so good. And, like, just raw pace. I mean, kind of like Sterling. Uh, I don't know, but Martinelli's quick as fuck. <laughs> he's quick, but in bursts, though. Like, you know, like, it's not like you're throwing With a dribble, I think he's quicker. I don't know. I, like, like I, to beat you off a dribble, I think Martinelli's better. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that. But, you know, it's they're both very quick. Uh, I just think that, you know, as far as, like, Saka's more direct... Martinelli is is more skillful and better finish better at finishing. Mm-hmm. If if one of them had to be a nine, you know who you'd pick, and, uh-huh. and that's kind of like the main difference for me. But which is a good problem to have if you're Arteta because Gabriel Jesus is obviously out, so they're gonna need these guys to step up. But the guy that really stepped up was Inketia. Although there was moments where you hope his decision making is a little better. That yeah. goal, that that goal he made was it almost kind of makes up for that. And oh, it was such a good turn. He doesn't even and touch good build the ball. up too, though. Oh man, it, that that goal does not happen without Ben White, by the way. If, without Ben White and Odegaard, what a game he had. Yeah, yeah, it's, he's so he was so good. nice. And uh, I remember thinking, watching that, I'm like, fuck, man, Madrid signed him at 15, and you know, not everyone's can cut it there, man. I mean, and not everybody's fully developed by that age either right yeah and they, and they let him develop for a few years but it was just clear that he wasn't going to get enough time to really prove that whereas at arsenal it was more of a pressing need and they were willing to give him that that time and it's worked out so well for them and for him it reminds me of de bruyne's so kind of story dude. he's so fucking good yeah yeah it's it's very similar and, and it's like the he's... skills that he displays while he's not the same physical type of player it's di- yeah, it's a the different bag. that he has, the passing, that, the vision that he has. The one thing that it bothers me is he doesn't shoot, man. And, he and his shooting is not all that great. That's, he's only left-footed. Yeah. Like, he's strictly left-footed. In fact, like, the first goal that Arsenal scored was a miss hit from, from him that kind of luckily falls into Saka's path, which, by the way, great touch by Saka to lead it on to goal. Sure, but, yeah. Yeah, that's one area that he needs to work on, and if he did work on, we can be talking about one of the best attacking midfielders in the world, possibly. Yeah, uh, a little more complete. Yeah. You know, his dribbling is really good. Dri- dribbling in tight spaces, his his improvisation in tight spaces. Yeah. Like There's moments where he got the ball and he has tricky feet to get out of it. And I love that, that in a player. That, that Meg that he did on Paqueta? That's, oh, by the way, by the way, Paqueta was pretty good. Like I, I did enjoy his game uh, from, from like you know yeah. a skill per- perspective. Uh, but you know. He did what he can. And uh, he's kind of suffering from that same... Uh, from that same uh, like curse that, that Joao Felix has. Joao Felix syndrome. These guys are very, very good on the ball. They're very creative. They're very just saucy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're artists. They're stuck in a very defensive side of the team. Yeah, they're Athenians living in a Spartan society. <laughs> you know, that's the way I look at it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it was a fun game. And to be honest, well-deserved by Arsenal. Like It's no shot on them. The fact that they maybe didn't score as much. And to be fair, West Ham only scored from a penalty that was kind of sus. Oh, it was a weird penalty. But to be fair, like that play was dangerous, and and had it not been for that little touch, like who knows what Bowen does too. So it was a weird one. Uh, but you know yeah, what? Like they converted, and uh, and that was it. Yeah. You know, was... I saw a stat during the match that they that they displayed that in uh, twenty plus games that Moyes has managed against Arsenal, he has zero wins. And yeah. I think only four draws. So, you know, when they went up, me and my bro were just like, oh, today's the day. Today's the, the day. day. Come they on, West Ham. played so badly uh, that I didn't, I didn't really see it. Any, I mean, the game 
honestly could have ended four or five one, you know, and and it would have been so representative of how the game actually panned out. But man, Arsenal are uh, man, they're they're on a quest this this season, man. They're they're looking very good. Yeah, and they're only getting better. I think they're they're a lot more confident with each other. Uh, I think they're very good, but like it does not help the fact that they're missing Jesus. Though, uh, yeah, they're very. Yeah, they're very limited in in depth as far as attack goes. That's my every worry. other position is is okay. It's good to okay. No, it's solid. It's it's good, but like you know, they're just. But the names that that are also rumored for them, like Mudrik and like uh, Joao Felix. Ah, there's somebody else? else too. There is a pretty good player that's in the like he's like a midfielder. Oh. uh... Attacking midfielder, uh, although I don't think they need him, but there's been rumors of McAllister going there. Oh, him, yeah, him too. I've heard that. I, I don't know if but it'll he, help like, much. I can I can see where McAllister fits better than Joao Felix. Because oh. you have Joao Felix, where are you going to put uh, Odegaard? Well, that's the thing, yeah, they're very similar. And I think McAllister's not similar, but would need to occupy a similar well, space. Well, he so. would be occupying a lot of the same spaces that Shaka does. But yeah, Thomas Shaka's Party. better. And Shaka's, he's been playing so great. Well, he offers defensive capability, too. Well, his range of, like, his his passing range is amazing, too. Yeah, he's he's just, you know, different grade. And he's got two feet. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, good result for Arsenal. They they keep on trotting on and, you know, pick up where they left off. Uh, Following this, uh, another London team, Chelsea, beat Bournemouth. Who are, who are actually not having a bad season. Um, yeah, I think they're like 12th or 13th. I don't know. 14th. 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 Um, so it's, it's, uh, it was a good result for them. Havertz finally gets on the board, and so does uh, Mason Mount w- with a great goal, by the way. Mason Mount's goal was nice. I'll give him that. Uh, outside the box, bottom bins, Tekas, just straight Tekas, like <laughs> Ronaldo. Uh, but yeah, good result for Chelsea, and the I think the most ah, significant moment was losing yeah. Reese James. Unfortunately, they're pretty cursed this season in terms of injuries. Yeah, um, yeah. Kevin yeah. Garcia will definitely let you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any chance he gets, any chance, man. That, yeah. That's 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 victim number one. <laughs> yeah, but good result, Chelsea. Grand Potter slowly molding them into what he kind of wants to, you know, make them. I thought Pulisic had a good game as well. Uh, I, I was kind of watching this game. Uh, I remember it was an early morning game, but they, they look good. Yeah, uh, We'll see if they can do it against a top six team, uh, which has yet to be seen, but we'll see. Any uh, word on what kind of injury uh, Reese James had? I, he- I heard it's the, the same knee, so that's kind of worrying. Uh, it was non-contact. It was just like yeah, he went it. down he and he just down, goes down. Dude, that's the worst. Maybe he rushed it rushed it or you know in some cases when one knee busts up you com- overcompensate on the other knee and then that one busts up i don't know i'm not sure but i hate to see it because that's a very talented player i mean it's on on his day he's one of the best in one the of the league. best right backs in the world yeah yeah um and then moving on uh we got united beating the tricky trees nottingham forest and i mean it, it wasn't a match really you know the red devils did their thing rashford scores marshall scores is this 2018 fuck's sake <laughs> you know the last time those two guys scored uh so frequently for their sake yeah it's been like a th- two three years yeah so i mean uh you know good on them and good result much needed uh and yeah uh i guess moving on from that uh we had manchester city play leeds today 
it was it was a, a dicey match that in the beginning. It, oh yeah, it was fun. That was I mean, fun. I, I enjoy watching City. I enjoy watching Leeds. I wish Tyler Adams was healthy, uh, to make it more of a you know of a spicy match. But you know, City were always better, and I, I think um, yeah, there there's never a shadow of a doubt. To be fair, uh, as far as well, uh, they started off with a uh, with Holland almost scoring in the thirty seconds. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's right. So, that kind of set the stage for everything. Um, possession is always going to be balanced. Like it, it, it's always going to be in favor of, of City. Yeah. I, it's just your run of the mill City. Game. But but Leeds was they their passing. That's was, where they were was, lacking. Was so bad. Yeah. There was some moments where they missed the open guy. It was a short pass. The goal that led to um, to Grealish assisting Holland was. One a lazy pass and two a lazy reception. The guy didn't didn't foresee Grealish on his side. He wasn't. He was very very complacent in, in where his worst position was, and Grealish just, just took off, stole the ball, and found Haaland. Yeah, Haaland gets his twentieth goal of the season. Uh, Fourteen games. Fourteen games. Quickest to reach twenty. What else? What else? Come on, more more stats for Haaland. Uh. Wahoo. 20 goals in 60 touches, which is... I mean, sorry, 20 goals in 60 shots, which is just insane, if you really think about it. One in, three one in three shots is, is going in the back of the net. So, I mean, what can you say about the kid? Hardly touches the ball, but when he yeah, needs he to... he did have a good first half, but, you know, a player like that depends... <laughs> sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a player like that relies on, on service. Yeah. We weren't getting him the right service in the first half. Yeah, I think my my favorite like engagement from City was like when De Bruyne and, and Gundogan got the ball in different areas of the midfield, and they kind of play amongst themselves to progress the ball forward. Yeah. I mean, some of the ingenuity from Gundogan, man, like yeah, he's so good. Like, you you won't catch you that. You know, yeah. one thing about Gundogan that that you don't really see in a whole lot of players, or or in the way he does it, if I will, uh, is like his body control. Yeah, he, yeah. He's able to, to like, use his body to shift other players away, to make turns. And obviously his positioning, he always finds himself just making these late runs or these sneaky runs where defenders don't keep sight of him. And he's he puts himself in a great place to finish or to at least make things messy for the defenders, take their uh, attention away from, from other players. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a... It's like a niche and skill to have. passing abilities. Yeah. It's so good. It's yeah, it's underrated for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Leeds do get a goal though through Strujic. Who, I, by the way, I thought he had a great match too. He was kind of like just one of the players that was everywhere. Um, but yeah, Rodri gets the first goal. Holland gets two. He gets his brace. And yeah, man, could have could have had a, yeah. a hat trick, man. Yeah. Great save by Meslier. Uh, and and some of the passes that we're finding him too, like just stupid passes from De Bruyne or De, or Gundogan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck, man. This guy's a spoiled for choice. They, yeah, they did their thing, man. Yeah, they were cooking. Yes, sir. But that that wraps it up for the first Premier League week back from the World Cup. And uh, how do you feel? It was. It's amazing, man. Like I loved it. I actually like uh, was really inclined to watch most of the games too because I was already kind of used to waking up yeah. early to yeah, watch yeah, the games. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I was I was watching the games and I was like, wow, it's I miss this. You know, sometimes you take it for granted and. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, people's identities take a different sort of turn when it's club football. Yeah, it's a di- it's a whole different type of uh, 
engagement interesting with interesting interactions we had today at the pub oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> oh man that's nothing man like the thing is like you know some some people get caught up in the banter and don't know how to act but i i love it because that's that's nothing compared to what they do back in in england like sure yeah man they they rip into each other and, and it's funny and it's entertainment and you also have to be like kind of quite quippy kind of witty and quick you know and uh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh in any case uh i don't know if you want to go on into the previews of the next game week or yeah yeah let's uh let's get into it real quick so to start off with uh i guess it's match week 17 in a way friday december 30 uh west ham versus brentford man it's been a good while since west ham have had like a good attacking form they're yeah. very defensively, man. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sold on them. One uh, nil, West Ham. I'll take a one-one draw. Um, especially Fair. if I, if Ivan Tony's still available. I mean, we didn't talk about how Saka bodied uh, Declan Rice, did we? Oh no, no. Yeah, that was impressive. You don't so- really expect Saka to be strong because he seems like a small dude, and Declan Rice is obviously a tank on his own right. Yeah. Uh, but fuck, I think it was like two times in a row that Saka just. Mugged him off. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was maybe uh, Rice being a little complacent. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if it would ever happen to you, but like when I think they're they're probably good friends to an extent. They both play on the national team, and I don't know. Like maybe you kind of hold back a little bit. No, I go harder against my friends. Ah oh, man, yeah. yeah, I I would just feel bad, but you know, at the same time, Declan Rice is a fine midfielder, and no matter what, like we know he's good. Yeah, and yeah, Saka is well, and Saka is just a great talent. Yeah, that's, yeah. Look, what's his transfer market up? Ah, uh, oh yeah, ninety million. I know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's my prediction. The next one we have Liverpool, Leicester, Ooh. former Ooh. Liverpool manager Brendan Rodgers against uh, you know his former team. This this is a this is a Liverpool win. I mean, I'm sorry. I I don't think there's any leeway I can give Leicester. However, I will say there's a tendency for Liverpool to draw or lose these kind of matches on some yes, stupid that's, shit. That's that's true. But I, I'm a. So would you say that you that you lost the game, or was it more of <laughs> them winning? Them win. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it to a Liverpool one nil. I'll, I'll take Liverpool. Uh, does uh, Nunes got on the board? Oh, uh, say yes. dude, just say I, yes for my fantasy sake. No, nah, I'm. Hey, I had him on my fantasy Darwin, this week, bro. Darwinus, he came from Benfica. Oh man, that's a great, that's a great tune. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if he'll score, man. Truthfully, like he's disappointing me a little bit. But I know who can score, and uh, that's uh, he's magic, you know. Just call him Carvalho. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One nil. I was thinking of a way how you're gonna rhyme that with Salah, but oh, Salah, man, that's a one-trick pony. Don't let him fool you, man. Nah, nah, nah. Para, para. Nah, he's whoa, nice. Whoa, he's nice. Whoa, pump the brakes a little bit. What did he do to you? Nah, he's nice. He's he's a fa- he's a legend. He's a legend. Um, but following this match, though, let's let's take it back to. Uh, Let's take it back to Wolverhampton. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers against Manchester United, the Red Devils, looking for their second win back-to-back. What do you have, man? What, what are you seeing here? United 
Yeah, I'll another agree. one. Yeah. I'll agree on that one. Um, a brace from Rashford, and um, I'll get one from Bruno. I'll take Anthony, Scary Harry on the set uh, piece. You know Anthony, Scar. I, I got. I gotta say, Anthony has been somewhat of a disappointment. He's had a couple of goals. But I've never really seen a game of him playing for United where I'm like, wow, he, he actually took that game over or he was he was actually very influential in that match. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I still think he's not the finished article. And I still think he's kind of slightly playing better than Sancho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sancho was dreadful. Um, yeah. And I mean... has been dreadful. I don't know. I, I just haven't been all that impressed by him. Yeah, I think he still has to win over the fans, but the flair, you know, can't put a price on that. Even that, though, he, he'll do a step over, do, do some kind of move, and then pass back. Uh, yeah, but, you know. Anyway. Come on, United. Let's have it. Um, following this, Bournemouth, the Cherries against Crystal Palace, the Eagles. Man, this is a good game. Um, I'm going to give it a 1-1 draw. Uh, 2-1 Palace. <laughs> okay. Um, Olise? <laughs> Eze? Zaha? Guinea Fowl? Give me, give me some Zaha. Give me some Zaha. And uh, uh, who else is there? Eduard. Eduard. Oh, he's nice, huh? He's cool. He's cool with it. Yeah. Oh, give me Eze. Yeah. Uh, Eze is your luck. Eze does it. Yeah, and then following this, Fulham, Southampton, the Saints against the Cottagers. I'll take Fulham 2 1. Uh, goals from Mitro. And uh, let's, let's give one of my boy, Anthony Robinson. Yeah? Who's silently having a, a swell season at left back, I'll say. He's, he's a great player. He's cool. He's a fine player. He's very, he's very uh, he underrated. He could very easily be U.S.'s best player. Like, that's not even like a crazy Oh, yeah. Thing no, no. To, yeah, because, like, say if you take a position for position. Like, like let's let's be for real. Like left back, where does he rank in the world? He's gotta be, he's gotta be up there. Cause like our best player on paper is either Reyna or Pulisic mm-hmm. or either or, and it's like left wing, right wing cam. There's so many better players in the world and every mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be Robinson. I I, but, I think that's a fair not, take. But and, and the thing is, is neither of them are as consistent or and consistently good. And like constantly starting against even, the big teams. Not, it's not even a question that he was good. Was, oh yeah, he was good. Like you, you can't say, like yeah, you you'll judge a defender off of the goals that they concede. But Fulham's, I mean, look at look at the surrounding cast, right? Versus, yeah. he could very well be. I think he is. That that's a fair shout. Yeah. Uh, following that match, though, we have Man City, Everton. Um, yeah, man. I yeah, I yeah. think this one is Everton three nil. Oh 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 oh, oh. wrong blues. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll take City 2-0. 3-0 maybe. Who knows? That's a... Man. That's a snooze. Uh, That's a Holland hat trick. There's going to be another record of Holland in that match. Uh, He's... At the Etihad. Came to us from Germany. Here to win the Champions League. That'll never happen. Uh, Not uh, not while Papa's in town. Newcastle play Leeds. This is a good game. Um, but I'm going to have to give the benefit of the doubt to Newcastle. I'll give them a 2-1 win. I would yeah, love I don't for... think that's particularly close either. 
Oh, I mean, I mean, whilst I hear you, it's like leads try hard. That's that's, fine. that's what yeah, that's what worries me. That's fine. They they had some moments too where they were good, and they had some players that. Oh, who's that dude? Um, Nonto. Yeah, yeah, Nonto. Nonto, yeah. and then they had another dude in the mid that they they were pretty good uh, against the press, but everyone else was like a gear or two slower than them. Yeah, or just turning That's over the, the ball. That's the problem. Oh yeah, and, and credit just, credit to City too, though, man. They're so well, yeah, good at the, the City press is so uh, so <laughs> in unison, so good, so great. But I don't know. There were just moments where leads were lacking. A little bit more of that security with the with the passing. Yeah, I'll I'll still say I still think Newcastle win, but it's two one for me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's a I'll good game. That. I'll uh, take that. Goals from Gumaitish and maybe uh I don't know fucking Fuck Almiron Chris Wood. Uh, uh, following this though, Brighton Arsenal. This is a this that's is a, a good, good match. Game. That's a good match. I think uh, obviously Arsenal is like the, the obvious choice, right? Uh. And I think they'll win, and I think they'll win like two one. Two one. I don't yeah. think it's a it's like a blowout, because one thing about Brian is that they don't have slouches in the second half of the one field. One thing about Tigers. me is, it's 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 the uh, zonal marking for me. <laughs> nah, it's nah. the wide backs for me. Yeah, no, no, it's a it's a really good match, man. Um, and I'm glad it's a later match. I'll be able to catch that. In fact, that's uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll still take Arsenal two one, but it's gonna be hard fought. Yeah, and and that's the very last game of twenty twenty two for the Premier League. Right. Um. Yeah. So uh, next up. All right. So for New Year's Day, Tottenham versus Aston Villa. That's a pretty good match. It's a good match. Yeah. No. No. No doubt. No doubt. Um. Yeah. Villa. Villa's pretty firmly in mid table, and Tottenham is a a pretender, if you will. As they usually are. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll take Tottenham one nil. That's fair. I I don't see no problem with that. I'll, I'll in fact I'll agree. Damn, that's that's a Harry good Kane. Figure. I hope so. I mean, he's really like their main facet of attack. I mean, Son oh. Son is having a underwhelming season by his standards for goals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even as a whole though because like he was displaced from the team for a little while like he wasn't starting anymore mm. and and that for me is rare he had a few injuries though right like, um, he had that broken eye oh yeah the fracture but yeah it's just it's uncharacteristic of him that's the guy that you're expecting to see yeah with a lot more goals than he actually does yeah yeah um but you know i, yeah, I he think he can afford a, a a season off a below average season i think yeah for sure i think, I think he's proven yeah, he's fully proven. He he can he walks onto most like international teams, into most clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Nottingham Forest versus Chelsea. Oh yeah. Uh, um, Tricky treats. Uh, Chelsea two one two nil. Yeah, I'll I'll take Chelsea two. Yeah, two nil is fair. Um, we've had a favorable uh, beginning. Uh, a a rest. You've had like schedule wise a favorable restart. For sure, for sure. That's. As That's great important. as they can yeah. expect. Yeah. It's good for uh, confidence, guys. You go get them. Brantford versus Liverpool, Monday, January 2. That's a good game. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Brentford don't fall over easy. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they beat Liverpool in the previous fixture. Yeah. Or am I making that up? 
it, it's very possible. I mean, there's a few teams. I don't but know if they've been able. They've had a chance. They beat City. Let's just know. say. Let's just say. Um, it's gonna be a tough game, and I still think Liverpool win, but not comfortably at all. Maybe two one and like a second goal in the like eighty fifth minute or something. Yeah, this is you know full and well a game that I expect Liverpool to be the better team. However, you know Brentford don't need a lot of time, especially with a guy like Tony. Um, you know mm-hmm. guys like De Silva who just kind of shoot it up, and ultimately I think a draw is possible. But you know ultimately. Sure, Liverpool could win, but I'll, I'll just pick a draw. Just because that's the way uh, she goes. Yeah. Next match? We have... Oh, this is a great one, by the way. Arsenal against Newcastle United. Ooh! That's on Tuesday? Tuesday. Ah, that sucks. Ah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but this is really Arsenal's first big test in, in a while. Uh, it's been, you know, over a month since they've played opposition of this caliber. Um, and, you know, it's, it should be a real good match, man. Personally, I think it's going to be a, a, a barn burner. I'll give it a 2-2 myself. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, this one's a tough one. It, it's also a clash of styles, too, by the way, because, you know, two very different sides as far as how they play. Um, mm-hmm. So... Whilst I do think I wouldn't be surprised if, Arsenal if Newcastle pulled it off and got a two one or something like that. It's or very one nil. It's very possible. Yeah. Because let's also not forget that that Arsenal can be pretty wasteful. Yeah. On their attack, they 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 get there, they get there, they get there, and then and then nothing happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So they always yeah, score that in mind. less than what they really should. I mean. Which is a story for a lot of great teams, but like they're known for that, you know. Yeah, they try to walk it in. Yeah, and, and a team that's pretty defensively good, like Newcastle, it's they're gonna require you to beat them with something very special for yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, oh, Yeah, but I, I have a draw myself, two two one one thereabouts. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something crazy. I'll take Newcastle two one. I hate to say it. No, it's I don't very. Want to say it. I mean, this is not a bad team. You know, there's um, there's no. Yeah, shame. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's good for City. Oh, it's amazing. But we we have our work cut out for us as well. But we'll get into that in a little sec. Everton, Brighton, Brighton, right? I mean, I'll take Brighton. Yeah, I'll take Bri- Brighton one nil. Vamos Carlos Soler. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Brighton should win that. Um, and Everton will continue to kind of wallow into that bottom uh, bottom of the barrel position and who knows man it's going to be an interesting relegation battle this year i don't really yeah, know a couple what to of make names of that, that have been in the pram for a good while usually it's it's between three teams that just came up this time it's like between two three teams that have been in the pram for a while yeah and one that you would expect yeah so yeah it's um it's gonna be an interesting battle yeah, following this match, we have Leicester against Fulham. Um, That's on Tuesday as well? Yeah, Tuesday, it's, it's a big run of games. Four games at once. Fuck. All starting around the same time, Why too. Why do they do that? It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, although I think Fulham are having a better season, I think this is going to be a, a good fight from Leicester. I have them tying 1-1. Which for them really is a good result. Yeah, no, it totally is. Yeah, let's get let's go with that. Uh, following this, we have Man United against Bournemouth. Man, 
That's uh, Red Devils versus a Starbucks chick. Um, yeah, Starbucks. I know, right? Uh, uh, United two one. Yeah, yeah. I think they should two zero three one something like that. Yeah, they should win that. Now uh, Wednesday uh, we have Southampton against Nottingham Forest. I'm gonna have to give this to Southampton. Ever so slightly. Maybe a two one win. You know what? I'll give it to to Nottingham Forest. Just they need to get something, right? They they've had a tough run of games, like good opposition. Southampton's dead last. Nottingham Forest are actually pretty tricky. Tricky thick. They don't generate attack all that great, but I think they're still better than Southampton. I think Southampton have zero bite. Whereas Nottingham Forest, they have like a couple of options and. Jesse Lingard can, can come up with some shit here. Oh, Lingardinho. <laughs> yeah. Leeds versus West Ham is next. That's a good game. It's a good game. And uh, I think Leeds will take that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to Leeds. 2-1. Uh, yeah, I'll give them, yeah. Something like that. 1-0. 3-1, 2-1, yeah. Um, following this, we have Villa against Wolverhampton. Man. Another middle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll give it a a one one draw in that one. Um, I think what Lotepegi is trying to do with Wolves is is good, and you know, maybe progressively we'll get better. But I think Villa, who have Unai Emery now, by the way. You also have to remember that Lopetegui, like, like as tactically as good as he is, his style is also pretty pragmatic. Yeah. So he's not going to try and reinvent the wheel as far as what Wolves have been doing. It's more of maybe. Uh, Coaching players, little little like moving them around a little bit. And, yeah, yeah. And Finding different into, roles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Giving them like little spaces to to go into. Uh, so you know, that's the thing, right? Because like wolves, it's not like they're short on talent. I they're think not bad. That they, lineup is pretty good. There's times where they played really good this season and they just weren't able to figure it out. Now the one head scratcher at the beginning of the season was, or not even at the beginning, it was like a for like a decent portion. Was uh, Bruno Lage playing uh, Ruben Neves as a center back? Yeah, yeah. Now, like, ball carrying and ball distribution is important, but I don't know if you want to play with that sort of technique that far back. Because then your attack is going to suffer a whole lot and your midfield is going to suffer a whole lot. And the wild thing is, like, you know, you'll normally see that happen to players that are maybe aged on, you know, maybe in their late 20s, early 30s. You know, Ruben Neves is twenty five. He's barely he's barely entering yet his his prime. Um, And I I really don't know why they sold um uh, Cody or what was his name? Connor Cody. Connor Cody. Yeah. Yeah, it's that that's been a big miss for them. To a very similar like leveled rival, I don't know if the money was even all that great for for you to not be able to say no to. Yeah. He's a leader. Mm, That's weird. Um, what are your thoughts on, uh, since we're talking about Wolves, do you think Jimenez ever breaks back into the team and maybe can put his stamp on them again? Because since he's kind of st- kind of fallen off, Huang Chihan has kind of stepped up, but you think there's a chance that he might be able to break back in? or? Well, Huang Chihan doesn't even play with them anymore. Oh, did he, did he leave them? Oh, yeah, shoot. He, I think he plays in Spain now. Oh, shoot. My bad. Yeah. Um, well, as far as he managed, oh no no he's he, oh my sorry he's still there he's still oh there. is he yeah yeah um, as I'm far just, as he goes, 
Oh, man, I think uh, following that great season that he had where you know you, you thought you were really seeing his potential, man, that injury really fucked him up. I know I've said this probably like at least 10 times, man, but that injury really fucked him up and really derailed his career, man. He's not ever going to be the same player. He hasn't even been close to that. He shouldn't have gone to the World Cup. Should have just worked on his fitness, worked on whatever mental issues he might have. And maybe he could be better, but um, no, he. I don't think he ever turns into that, like, top five Premier League striker again. Yeah. Same for Traore, too, because they were working really well off each other. And a big miss for them was letting go of Jota. Yeah, yeah. Which and they kind of had to. That money was for crazy sure. for, and for then the Wolves. They had. Pedro Neto playing at a high caliber. He gets a big yeah, ACL he, injury. Yeah, he hasn't been... Since like, then. I don't even know if he's even really come back, too. He's back in the lineup, but just not back to the form that he used to be. From him. Yeah. Well, Dancy even got a big injury. So, like, that team has gotten pretty unfortunate. And they sold players that they didn't have to. They haven't signed players that they should have. Yeah. They, they've, they've had a bunch of bad luck. But that doesn't excuse the fact that they're still not that great. And you know we are we have reference although it's not official yet I I do have to say that it's still alleged but Mateo Scunia should be heading to this team mm-hmm. uh, given all the reports but he did have an interesting quote where he's like you know I don't think playing at Atletico is good for players with you know with attacking prowess right you know, more or less I'm I'm paraphrasing here and I'm in my mind I'm like bro you're not that great attacking anyways I, I you know? don't know if and you're going to Wolves now like. Yeah, it's like the yeah. same type of shit. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that either because there was moments where where Atletico, yeah, they're not going to be like this possession based team, and and I don't think every team should play that way. Yeah, even though that's kind of like what's what's what football's trending into. Uh, but there's been players that've had great seasons, maybe not lately, uh, but Carrasco, we saw him break out under Atletico. Um, Llorente played great. Uh, we saw Luis Suarez, obviously, but Luis Suarez, obviously. Um, fuck, I'm missing one. Correa played his best football like two years ago, a year ago. Griez, uh, Griezmann, yeah, you know, he, he turned into a great player there. Um, I'm not saying if he can do it, everyone can do it because obviously Griezmann is a special player, yeah, but there, there's been a few amount of players that, that have been good Diego Costa has been good there I um, think some players need to have the ball a lot which like Joao Felix is one of those guys to really yeah. grow into a game mm-hmm. and there's okay. other players who just need it for a few moments like some of the players you've mentioned that can work in that kind of system yeah and that that's I think and, the, the main and difference I, and I'm pretty sure I said this before when they signed Joao Felix it was them trying to it was them trying to sort of solidify themselves as a big club yeah, versus yeah. making a practical signing that would have cost them maybe like a third or half of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that was available and that fit their system. I I think it was the incorrect move for both parties because the player also has to agree to it, right? Right, and but you're also thinking like this is a top team in La Liga. I'm guaranteed Champions League. I'm playing under a world class manager, who is world class by the way, but maybe not so much as of late. But it's just a, a style that's not gonna benefit you a player like say Susek or Hoisberg or Kovacic you know guys like that that are have more of a two-way game to them yeah Yeah, like those guys really shine in this system but anyways we we digressed a little bit um 
maybe this Wolves Villa game is is a little bit more entertaining than I thought. You know, it's it's a pretty evenly matched yeah, team uh, sure, game. Sure. Uh, following this game though, uh, we have uh, another London derby. We got Crystal Palace against Tottenham. Um, Tottenham, you know, you gotta you gotta win one. This is a game that's winnable, I think. Three two for me, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah, two one. Crystal Palace can get their licks in. Yeah, oh for sure. I mean, they're they're capable of that, and that's a team that, by the way, they don't mind. They're like West Ham in the in the sense well, of they'll are give they up physical, possession. Yeah, which t- Spurs are as well, but they can be tricky, man. They, they, oh, they have yeah. some tricksters on their team. They have they have a lot of talent. Olise, Eze, so you're not going to be able to bully them. Edward, like a yeah. lot of uh, Spurs players try to. Yeah, um, yeah. Should be a good match. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if Crystal Palace took it. Oh no, it's very possible. But I'm, but I'm taking uh, Spurs for sure. Nah, that's a that's a wise choice, and that wraps it up for our prem matches. Um, we will have one on Thursday, but we'll leave that for the next pod when we discuss that. It's a Fuck great it, game, let's, by let's the way. Do it. You sure? Because yeah. I mean, we're we're not even gonna have a result when we do the next pod. It's gonna be the one following. So, I mean, look, it's Chelsea against City. So that's a that's Ooh, a good game historically. That's one to look forward to. Yeah, but I I don't know. I want to wait on it personally. Mm, okay. Just because you know that. shit can happen, but on paper, yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're gonna smack that ass. Bro. Let me that, but smack you know. Smack that ass up. Yes, sir. Smack um. That ass up. So uh, I think you might have mentioned this earlier, but when does La Liga come back? Um, Thursday or Friday. Papa plays on Friday. For sure. Oh, let me see. Oh yeah yeah. Um. Oh, but that's. Yeah, it's until. Let's see, I I was gonna say if you want to discuss that we can, but. Yeah, I'm excited to see my team play again. Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, uh, the team I feel has. I mean, we don't have any injuries. Benzema, like the whole thing with Benzema and France, has been overblown. I like. France has, has the most he says, she says reporting than any other fucking <laughs> national know, team yeah. or like their media just loves doing that. Yeah. I know England does that, but they're held more accountable as far as like what they're actually saying. And it's like I've seen a lot of conflicting reports. Like, yeah, a lot of it is uh, there were some leadership issues within the locker room uh, that weren't th- thrilled that uh, Benzema was was coming back. Um, how, 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 how dumb can you be to think that? A Ballon d'Or winner is coming back to your team, <laughs> and you're not happy about it. And oh like God, the, the main yeah. thing was uh, was Griezmann and and Loris. and I think everybody else was kind of receptive. He apparently, has a great relationship with Mbappe, right? Um, for for Loris and and Griezmann to be upset that he's there to possibly fuck up the leadership hierarchy, that that I don't know. That to me shows that. That they're so fucking immature and, and so insecure, and Loris especially. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gr- Griezmann had a great tournament. I'll, I'll oh, give him that. he was. Yeah, he was. He was so of, good, man. He was one of the most surprising revelations in the tournament for me. For and to say that about Griezmann, it's well, you know, it, it, ha- it has a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, talking about that, it's been kind of crazy, and 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 of course there was the reports that his injury wasn't as serious as it was, but the French directors. Uh, well, the French uh, management and doctors said that, you know, it was more serious than it was. And there's conspiracies that that was a way to to kind of low-key make him leave the team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know, how true you know, that is, we can't say. Good for him, though. Be- I mean, well, in the grand scheme, like, 
they lost anyways, right? And who knows, it maybe could have made a difference. But I mean, good for him from the perspective that he gets to let his body heal for mm-hmm. a very important second half of the season. I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. know what, what the table's like. Ass, yeah. yeah, and then you got Champions League. And, you know, they're in the thick of things. That Real Madrid are a team that are going to compete in every tournament to the bitter end, even if they make a final or not. But They you know. did a... Uh... They did get a, a slight uh, knock on their uh, FIFA coefficient in terms of rating for clubs. They oh, from, they uh, Madrid? From, uh, yeah, they went from 5th to 6th. Hmm, interesting. Below teams like Chelsea and Bayern and City. City makes the most sense. I think PSG too as well. Yeah, yeah. Two uh, as well. Fuck, what an asshole. Those are the same thing. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's. I don't take those kind of things personally or, or as like a conspiracy. Mm. It it's just funny to me. I I don't know if we're actually like a top three team. I feel like maybe we're up there, but definitely not six. Yeah, yeah. No, I I struggle to say like teams like Chelsea are better than you guys. I would never say that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like I said, the the way they do those rankings, even in in as far as international play, is very kind of confusing. I'd say, and and it's not. I don't think it's indicative. Uh, but sure. But you know, I think like say if if Madrid were to win the league against again this year, I think that really helps their case, mm-hmm. possibly be a top three. You yeah, know? Um, yeah, I feel good about our chances moving forward. Everyone's pretty rested, um, and the rumors for the the only thing I'm concerned about is the depth at the striker. It's the same problem that Arsenal had. We have Benzema, and that's it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You can't rely on Mariano. Asensio does a good job at finishing, but he's not a striker. What happened to Jovic? Did he did he officially leave? Oh, no, or? he's at Frankfurt. He's at Frankfurt. He's on. Is he on loan? Oh, no. I think he might even be in, in Italy. Yeah. yeah he's I, on loan. Yeah, yeah. He's on loan. He, he hasn't been officially sold yet. But, yeah, there's there's no replacements when Benzema... And that that's kind of what fucked us in the, in the last month or so of, of league play was... There was no depth at striker and... Um, when Benzema leaves, it's it's a big hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta think they're gonna go big for whoever they go for at the time. I don't, you and, know. And, and there's nothing rumored. Uh, well, they signed End- Endrick. Yeah. But he's one for a year and a half in the future. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that he's gonna be ready? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the summer, I don't know who's available, but it's gonna Fuck have to be it. a big name. I'd Bellingham's go- is like one of those rumors as yeah, well, but yeah. that that doesn't fix the striker. I'd go all in for Harry Kane. You think so? Uh, dude, I think for it's, now? A, it's a no-brainer. I mean, like once like Benzema, you know, kind of definitely starts a flounder. Because I'm not ready to say that, by the way. I, I still think that's his position, like mm-hmm. undoubtedly. But at the point that he does flounder, Harry Kane is starred for trophies. Um, you know, it would just be it would be so it would be kind of poetic because although Gary Lineker went from Spurs to Barcelona, you know, in this case it would be Spurs to Madrid. And, well, you guys already have a great transfer relation, but this is a guy that needs trophies. One of the best English strikers to ever play. I, I would just, I think that's that makes sense because obviously Lewandowski's on the other side and you're going to want somebody proven until a very good prospect becomes available. Who knows? That may be Haaland in four or five years because I, I sometimes get the sensation that Haaland isn't a lifer for City. It's the guy, he's going to be a guy who's going to want to go everywhere, I think. And uh, maybe right, that's yeah, a reality yeah. down the line, but I think for now, in the next year or two, I think Harry Kane would be a, a, a great addition to that team. I think Harry Kane would be awesome, but I don't know if Benzema's going to have such a decline where 
Harry Kane is going to be a necessity. And I don't know if we're even able or if we're even st- like staffed for a uh, for a two striker formation. Well, and it's, it's going to be go if he's not starting. Like, well, that's, that's the sure. thing though. Like I think like Look you you have to prepare. Putting lasers in his eyes. And uh, you have to prepare to 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 lose Benzema eventually. Like yeah, yeah. You know it's and, um, and when he retires, that's fine. That's great. Yeah, I think that's that's good. But I think he might even go back to France, like play at Lyon or something. You know, you but. Think so? Have a swan song in I mean, legal one? who knows? Who knows? You know, obviously we're saying that it's all hypothetical. For now, you guys are good, but I'm saying next yeah, season or the I'm, following. I'm so iffy on on what, what what's going to happen without Benz. Yeah, we're we're playing the highlights of PSG Strasbourg. Uh, so the red card belongs to Neymar in this match. So they're playing with ten men. Mm-hmm. He got a red card for diving. Uh, well, he got a second yellow for diving. So it was kind of interesting to see him, you know, get, uh, you know, I'm so just glad DQ'd that for that. Happens, man. They, like, the, the diving uh, cards don't happen too much. Yeah, it, it would definitely help, uh, you know, with that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a lot of a gray area sometimes as far as, you know. You can't tell. Sometimes it's very difficult. but And like I say so many times, like, contact is allowed. Yeah not, yeah. not all contact is a foul. And... I mean, every foul has contact. Has but, contact but to an extent, yeah. Sometimes uh, you you touch a player and that that's allowed. <laughs> you're allowed your space, man. That's yeah, yes, yeah. and then that that's where interpretation comes into play, yeah, and, yeah. and all that. But on Saturday, yeah, uh, Madrid do play against Villarreal, the submarine. Um, that's a good one. Seven fifteen a.m. So you know. I yeah, I think tricky. obviously Madrid should win that, but you never know. Villarreal is not a bad team, and. Very defensively so. Very defensively so. That they did. Uh, And I'm going to just go to the next, I think, most meaningful match, which would be on the next day, on Sunday. Atletico play Barcelona. Um, Mm. That's a good match. Uh, I'm going to still take Barcelona, however. um, I think so. I think so. Ever so slightly. uh, But, you know. 2-0. I'll take that. Yeah. Hopefully Dembele finds his form because it wasn't the best World Cup. I wouldn't say he was terrible, but you know he could have definitely played better. He, he didn't show up when he had to. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's a, that's all the previews we have uh, for now. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have any anything any parting thoughts, man. Well, I don't know if you want to go through this, but there are some FA Cup matches uh, starting it. Friday. I'm gonna go just through just the major ones. Uh, Man United play Everton on Friday the sixth. Um, I think Man U should win that. A next big major match. Uh, sheesh, All, a lot of them are like big team, little team, so it's nothing too significant. On uh, Saturday we have Liverpool playing Wolves. Hmm. I think Liverpool win that. Um, on Sunday, Sunday again in the FA Cup. So after playing Chelsea in the Premier League, we play them again in the FA Cup on Sunday. Chelsea, City. You know, if they had Tuchel, I'd be like, man, Chelsea might win. But nah, I think I think we'll we'll best them again. Um, I think uh, City win that one. And yeah, that's that's all the significant ones. All the other ones are kind of more, you know, predictable. Like Arsenal against Oxford. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it's funny. A lot of times, those are the ones that Arsenal's going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, like such a dominating team, and then they, I don't know, mm-hmm. they don't show up for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's it for 2022. What a year it's been for football. The yeah. World Cup. Obviously, Champions League was a delight for me. Uh, Messi's the goat. If it was a question for anybody, it's been solidified. Uh, Benzema, gotta Benzema give him his flowers. Ballmore. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way City won the, the Prem. <laughs> that was yeah. That was you know. That was, that was something special. Uh, <clears throat> what else, man? Just who would you say? I know it's very early, but obviously we're ending the year. Power rankings as far as Ballon d'Or, like what's what's that looking like in your eyes? Um, who who comes to mind? Um, obviously Messi is always going to be at the forefront because of what he I did. I think right now it's one and two is Messi and Mbappe. Mm-hmm. I can't really call it like numbers wise. Mbappe is ridiculous right now, um, but Messi had a good World Cup. He scored a lot of goals. Uh, he's he's like club wise, he's playing to his level. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, they're competing against each other there. And then third place, you got to give Holland his flowers because the the numbers he's putting up. Yeah, yeah. Like if if he finishes the season and, and breaks a record, mm-hmm. I think he's done himself a very good case. Yeah, yeah. to be in contention. Mm-hmm. But so uh, that's top three. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to go any further than that. No, that's fair. That's fair. That that's exactly who I had in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I don't think he'll keep it up, but you know, if Lewandowski continues scoring at the at the rate he's doing, that's another guy we'll keep an, an eye out on. But like I said, he's outside of that three place periphery, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you like real quick. I was gonna just quickly go through some of the transfers that mm-hmm. are still brewing, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah, 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 yeah just no, before no. we dip, because the new year is about to hit and transfer window opens. So hey, hey, you hit me with that. Yeah, it was good. Um, all right, so, all right, hit me, hit me, big dog. All right, man, so, obviously, I'm going to go through some that I already mentioned real quick, but I think these are the more notable ones, uh, well, specifically this one, Shakhtar, Mudrik to Arsenal, it's, it's, uh, apparently, it's a matter of negotiation on price, they're saying about 40 mil, 50 mil is the market value, but obviously, add-ons will probably take that, uh, probably past 60 or 80, Interesting bit from the Shakhtar president, though, was like, in reality, uh, he's like, we're actually expecting money in the region of what Grealish was paid for, which, uh-huh. by the way, no chance, no way in hell. That's just not going to happen for a guy that's that unproven tripping. But uh, anyways, that, that looks like it's very, very likely to happen uh, sooner than later. Um, so I did mention these two midfielders, Enzo Fernandez and McAllister, who are teammates for Argentina. Um, Enzo Fernandez has been rumored to Liverpool, but he's also rumored to Chelsea, so that's one to look out for. McAllister is also rumored to Arsenal. I mean, he's rumored to Arsenal, but he's also I'm rumored to Chelsea. Where where um, Enzo would fit with Chelsea, just because of like the quality that he brings, because he he does like in combination a lot of things that. Mason Mount does well. That Mason Mount and say Kovacic does, or or Conte. Yeah. Conte, I think, is done with the top level. I, well, there's a lot of rumors that, that he's 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 on his way out as well. 
He's he, he's he, been injured for the last two years, man. He hasn't put in consistent time, and his leg, what his main asset was the fact that he can run forever, and that's like his legs are gone. That's yeah. Slowly, it's it's left and, him. And you and you can excuse his technique only for so long. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I. Enzo would be great for them. I just I'm curious to know how they would work him in. Yeah, there's a lot of Chelsea rumors, by the way, and we know they're not a team that's. I mean, they're they're a team that's not afraid to dig into the bank. Uh, they already got in Kunku. They got in. He's Kunku. coming in the summer. Joao Felix is rumored to also possibly join them. Again, another player. Where are they going to? Yeah, going to get rid of uh, Mount Mount, who by the way gets so much. He gets so much leeway with with the fans and and, and, yeah. and all that. I mean, I also he's, he's English. He's a yeah. grassroots guy too. Like he came up in their academy. I get it, and that's the only reason why like, the the kind of vitriol that Pulisic gets. Oh yeah, and, and you know me, I'm not. I'm not, not the so biggest kind, Pulisic guy. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like going to be very kind to him, but the virtual that Pulisic gets versus the kind that Mount gets, it, it's ridiculous. And right. I think Pulisic is actually a better player than Mount. Well, yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I think Pulisic still needs to leave, but you know, there's a, a slight hope that he might work out with Graham Potter, who's kind of sure. giving him more of a chance. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if Joao Felix works there. But Chelsea, in reality, man, they've just been throwing money at, at any top player that they could get. Kai Havertz is, is a perfect example. Like, did they really need him? Who knows? Mm-mm. But he's been pretty good for them in some moments, uh, but hasn't gotten them out of the hole. Another interesting rumor is is Anthony Alanga. He's uh, rumored to leave uh, United and possibly join Everton, which kind of makes sense. On a loan or? Uh, they're saying a loan with option to buy, mm-hmm. uh, or it might be just a straight buy option. Um I mean, Everton's done the same thing as Chelsea, just to like, yeah. the degree where they're about to get relegated. For real. Um, and and another, uh, the last Premier League rumor I have for now, and again, I'll be adding more as, as the weeks go on. Uh, Wamba Saka is, is rumored to go back to his former club, Crystal Palace, hmm. uh, which maybe, you know, it's not it's a bad idea for him. He had him. a pretty good game uh, uh, the other day against, uh, who was it? I do remember, like they were, they were actually referencing that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his coverage was really good. Um, it's just a matter of his technique. He's great defensively, but he offers not much else going forward. Yeah, just, just other than the fact that he makes the runs. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm gonna quickly just shift gears into the Bundesliga. Bundes. Two two rumors I have actually involving your club, uh, but oh. vice versa though, and and the other club oh. as well is it's uh, between Madrid and Dortmund. Uh, so there's a rumor that Brahim Diaz, who's at AC Milan but still owned by Real Madrid, he may be joining uh, Dortmund. And on the other hand, Jude Bellingham may be joining uh, Madrid. So that would be kind of cool to see. You know, kind of like a tit for tat. Like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Um, this is a very cool rumor that I, I, I love uh, for our game, for the CONCACAF. Uh, Cesar Montes from Monterrey. Possibly joining. In fact, I think it's already agreed him uh, for him to join. Uh, I believe that's, that's right. Espanol. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's really cool. Uh, I love to see that for the brand. He's a good. He's a good talent. Yeah. Um, this is a very interesting one. Uh, Dusan Vlahovic possibly joining Atletico Madrid, who kind of oh. do need. They do need a striker. Fits the profile. And he fits the profile. So that's a fun little La Liga rumor. Um, this is another really interesting one. I, and I'm curious to see how you feel about it. It's a Bayern player joining Madrid. Musiala? Uh, Alfonso Davies. Ah. Oh. To Madrid. It's it's currently still a rumor, but there's a lot of uh, 
rumblings that that's something that they're gearing towards possibly for the summer transfer window but that's kind of cool i I, I actually don't mind that um i like i like for not for lan mandy Mm -hmm. uh defensively defensively he covers a lot of good ground uh going forward he's not that great when you go from mandy to when you go from marcelo to mandy yeah this huge difference i mean marcelo was in his era the best left back in the world yeah, for sure. Uh, at least one of them, top three. Easily. I think he was the best. Yeah, yeah exactly. In, in his me. like five years of prime, uh, but but Ferland Mendy, uh, for all intents and purposes, doesn't link all that great with Vinicius. Mm-hmm. Where I think Davies Davies might. Yeah, he, yeah. He'll do the overlap and he'll run back. He's got all of the physical attributes. So and for what it's worth, like uh, uh, you know, Alaba has been a good <laughs> signing too. Like from from Bayern, like you know, yeah. He's obviously a center back, more more to, but well, he can't play so much from yeah. that position too. Though just that ball distribution that he has. His yeah, his feet are are better than what your average center back would have. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. Yes, sir. Um, now we're gonna kind of switch into uh, I guess you could call Serie A. Um, in this case, uh, we have a player like Weston McKinney possibly joining Dortmund as well. Mm. Uh, so that's a that's kind of a fun that's one. That's good for him. Um. Let's see what else do I have uh, here. Juve's uh, future is not so certain right now. Well, yeah, a lot, a lot of they're the, probably uh, going to try to make a lot of money. That's what a lot of the Serie A is doing right now. It's it's pretty crazy, and you know they they don't have a that benefit to sell for for a lot because they need any money they can get. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of a, a reverse one. A, a player from the Bundesliga joining Inter Milan, Marcus Turam, who we did see in the World Cup. Uh, and he, I think I think he had an excellent display of himself. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't bad. And and for anybody who watches Borussia Mönchengladbach, knows him and Plea are are the guys there. You know, it's no secret. Brillambolo, you know, very good too. But yeah, that he's really good. And who knows? We'll we'll have to monitor his situation. But I think that's a player for the future for sure. Um, another rumor from a uh, Italian side, Victor Osimhen, who's a winger, Nigerian winger. Rumored. Uh, yeah, and and that one is I don't think it's gonna happen, but you know you never really know uh, the way they've been striking out on their transfer targets. They might settle on a guy like that, so uh, it's a very interesting one. Um, what about uh, what about Barella? I know he was rumored to Chelsea. Is that up there? Oh yeah, that was up there as well. It's still kind of like as far as the transfer ratings, like it's still like one of the least likely. It's not credible yet until like there's more footwork that's done, but mm-hmm. that's one to monitor for sure. Um, and, and yeah, that pretty much wraps it up as far as like the main names. There's a ton of them, but can't go through all of them, but you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun times and we'll continue briefing you guys on the ones that come, uh, to our attention. All right, man. Yes, sir. Last pot of the year, man. It's, uh, it's been a great 2022. Yes, sir. And there was a lot of craziness. I I don't know if anything's going to beat, you know, a world cup year, but we'll try next year. Yeah, and, man. And uh, we're going to keep doing the damn thing, man. Uh, a lot more football to go this season. And it's so good to have club football back. There's it, it does it feels different. And it's not it's not like the kind of festiveness that or festivities that the World Cup is. But it's home. It's yeah. like have, have you ever gone to like a really nice hotel? Yeah, yeah. And you lie down and you're like, "Fuck, this is nice." Like this I would live here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is great. Uh, you're there for two, three, four days, and it's awesome. You're like, damn, then, I gotta leave. Then you get to your bed, and obviously your bed's not as luxurious, not as nice. 
not as but plush. something about your bed just feels right. Yeah, yeah. Something about it just feels so good, and that's that's what watching club football is for me right now. No, same here, same here, man. I'm loving every second, and yeah, man, can't wait to bring more two content. Two guys, two mics, forward. two pints. Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2023. Yes, sir. Peace. Come on, say. Hey.